Well, it's the friend zone. Where Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Where Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Hi, welcome to the friend zone. Here we all are, back again. That's right. Sober as we- a judge. Here we all are. The 48th instalment of The Friend Zone, uh, a podcast where Tim and I do our darndest to avoid discussing We Are Your Friends and instead bathe in the sort of beautiful and bountiful waters of your adoration and friendship. Um, Tim, how are you going? I'm going okay, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm in a um, sort of really 70s style uh, Best Western Motel in Carnarvon, West Australia. Um, I've been here for two nights and tonight's the third night. We're doing a show tonight. We've had two nights off here and I honestly, for the life of me, cannot figure out who programmed two nights off in Carnarvon. Uh, Um, Give me a rundown of the amenities and cultural activities that you can do there. Um... Oh, you can have a good think. Do you like thinking, <laughs> yep. Tim? Yeah, I like thinking. Thinking's good. Well, this this might be the town for you. Uh, I've fantastic. got some sort of basic version of Foxtel, which is like cable, mm-hmm. Australian cable, uh, on my Hisense TV in the room here, so you can do a bit of that. Um, you can it's a little bit rubbish, of, though, these days, isn't it? It's not really good. You can put off doing a tax return. I'll tell you yep. that. That's something I've got a lot of experience doing here in Carnarvon. Go for a swim in the pool. It might be the middle of winter, but it's 26 outside. Oh, boy. Uh, you can go down to the local pub for a meal. Did that last night. Got a veggie pasta. Um, I mean, these are all great options. Excellent what I'm trying to communicate to you, Tim, every- is there's not, there's not a lot going on in Carnarvon. No, but I think the universe has delivered you a bit of contemplation time, Guy. I think that's that's what it's been... Well, this about. is the thing: is I always, I always thought, I've always thought that I would do well in a small town. I've always thought if you removed all the distractions of and hubbub of big city life, it would be great to have an opportunity to focus and big city um, life. Yeah, you got it. Metafix, uh, get away from it all. But I, I've found uh, this has done nothing to increase my productivity. Mm. Nothing at all. Oh, boy. Hey, if well, anything, look. It's just it's just provided a more bleak landscape in which to achieve I, we, very little. We're supposed to talk about positive stuff in the friend zone. You know, that's the whole reason why we're in this zone, to talk about friendly, positive things. Yeah, so, but friendship friendship's also about honesty, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Hey, let me ask you a question, Guy. A lot of people have sent me this link, and I still haven't um, watched the video yet, but have you watched that uh, Dick's video that people have been sending us with a shirtless Zicoli and Maximum Joseph? Oh, no, I haven't. There's been a lot of noise about it, but I've not watched it. Yes, same. I'm in the same boat. I'm tempted to kind of do it, like, although I think it's quite long. Let me click the link and see. It's half an hour friend... long. Oh, it is too. That's why a I haven't watched it. poet needs a pen, a painter, a brush, and a director and army, said Orson Welles. Apparently, he was a total dick. It's good that this has got subtitles. I'm not sure why the sound isn't coming through, actually, but it's fine. Neither here nor there. Well, you know, speaking of sort of bold... Too philosophical proclamations made by people who might be ill-equipped to share them. I've got a message here from uh, a man or lady whose name I will not say because I don't know how they feel about it. (laughs) Okay, cool. Once again, my greeting to you, my magical males of fornication. 
Throughout your podcast and the film, there is constant mention to the supposed fact that one must achieve an astounding level of quality within one song yeah. so as to grant them fame as a disc jockey in today's world. The cinematic masterpiece, of which you watch every week, gives support to this with quotes from Zekoli Affrontry, All You Need Is One Track, and yourselves have attempted to pose evidence for the opposing view. I put forward that the point raised by Zigzag Effie Jack's character is the correct one. The Eurovision Song Contest, a popular com- competition with viewership in excess of 200 million people worldwide, featured a contestant whom had achieved such success from only creating a single track. Norway's entrant, Joust, spelt J-O-W-S-T, all caps, performing Grab the Moment, has no full studio releases and had merely submitted his track to the completion that decides not... Uh, merely submitted his track to the competition that decides Norway's entrant to the Eurovision Song Contest. Joust's wiki page has been attached. Uh, with this information, I firmly believe that it is possible for Zam Bam F Jam to achieve starting with a single track, but not with that track. Um, good but- points. First thing I want to bring up, guys, it's probably Yoast. I'm imagining it's a soft yay on their yeah, uh, that sounds quite Scandinavian Nordic. name. I'm just uh, pursuant to this person's point that you can go on to win one Eurovision and be famous. I've just quickly Googled previous Eurovision winners. A lot of names that I don't recognize on here, guy. In fact, the first one, I would have a hell of a time even attempting to pronounce. M- uh, Mans Zal- Zalmulo. There's a bunch well, of like Macrons and crazy characters in there. Stumbling <coughs> over pronouncing the word pronounce on your way to an unpronounceable name, Tim, did not bode well, I'll say that. And also, whether or not but you know of someone is a very interesting gauge of fame. <laughs> True. You're not wrong. Let me just throw the name uh, Lauren at you. With the hit song Euphoria. Remember well, I don't. Them? I've never really. I don't, don't quite understand Eurovision. I've never really followed it like, um, like a lot of people do. Yeah, but I'm with it? you, man. I've kind of dipped my toes in previously, um, because it's a, it's a big funny thing to comment. I've got something sticking into my butt, like a pin or something. God, Sorry to hear that. Even, what a situation! It's like a classic goof someone's played on me on my chair. My word, right well, in my butt. Anyway, I mean, obviously, to, to in response to the point raised by, I mean, Person X, um, Hasselbrook is their name. Uh, I would I would say this: we're not denying, you know, that one hit wonders exist, and that you know, stardom has happened for some people on the back of one song or one opportunity. I just don't think it's necessarily a sustainable model to be aspiring to. If this movie's meant to show you the life of someone working their butt off to become a successful DJ, I think that the premise is flawed if that DJ's goal is to create one song. It should be create like a good, tourable, you know, name and reputation for yourself and set of skills as a DJ and use that, you know, to parlay into releasing maybe more than just one song. Maybe, but this... The film's central tenant seems to a little bit be about... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> oh, boy. Uh, it seems to be about shortcuts. <coughs> you know, shortcuts to getting famous and rich and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, certainly an interesting point. Well raised and one I, I will a mystery bottle of water in the studio. Should I drink Move on from... Yeah, man. Absolutely. Oh, water. I don't know how old it is or where it came from. But it's helping the throat. Sorry, man, I interrupted the name. No, you're right. I've been. I've just opened up the next message. Oh, leave me, if I may. 
Yeah. Um, this was actually sent 11 days ago by Liam, and he says, Hi, Tim and Guy. I wanted to email you boys while you're chilling in the friend zone and let you know what an awesome podcast you have made and continue to make for all the friends. And since season one, you have traveled with me across many adventures. Recently Love with that. a mate, we did what I call the worst idea live hat trick, which in reality was a fantastic idea. Uh, as we came and saw at the Sydney Comedy Festival, the live podcast show, Guys Stand Up, followed by a dash across town to make it to Tim's stand-up show all on the Saturday night. Oh, my goodness. guy. I was laughing uncontrollably throughout all shows, possibly scaring the old bloke next to me at Guys' show. So keep up your great work in the comedy podcast scene. You boys are all class and all laughs. Say or sing my name, Liam! Isaacin! P.S. I Facebook messaged you guys last year along with some fan art merch design, but it may have got lost in the World Wide Web, so I hope this one makes it through with my appreciation to you awesome boys. Um, there's no, I'll just say there's no attachment on the email. Not that he suggested there was, but like I would share with you the picture he'd sent, guy, except that there isn't one here. And uh, let me just highlight as well how bad we are at organising ourselves and our contributions sent to us. So... Th- um, resend the art I want to see it I don't want that shit falling through the cracks Liam and God bless you for coming to all the shows I think I remember you actually we had a chat after the show where you announced that um, that you'd done the, the, the trifecta bloody good on you that is an incredible effort and certainly uh, one that I'm grateful for it was also really hard because we were at different venues separated by about a kilometre uh, or yeah. one of your American miles or so you got to really get a, a, a hustle on. Tim, I've sent you the image um, that I was looking at that was the most recent message I've opened. Is there, you, you might, me through? your finger's Facebook. on the pulse a little bit more with gaming, I think. So you might be able to decipher uh, what this is in reference to. It's, I got sent this, we got sent this image and just the sentence, oh dick God. bot confirmed. <laughs> I've Facebook messaged it to you. Did he, did, wait, so did this guy make this? I I would think he must That's have, yeah. That's the suggestion, right? That is fucking amazing. So he's taken the Sex in the City um, poster, and uh, I, I haven't actually played the series, and I'll probably pronounce it wrong, but uh, uh, DSX, is that what you say? Dois. I, I don't know. D-E-U-S. You know what? We'll share it on the Facebook group, because that is too good to keep to our little selves. It's so funny. Uh, a huge thank you to David Lyons for that. Um Troll, oh, here we go. Troll in the Dungeon. Thought you ought to know that's another reference to that Dicks video that we haven't read. Here's a here's a big juicy one. Are you ready? You go on then. Comes from Manchester in the United Kingdom. Dear Timmy, sorry. <clears throat> Dear Timmy, nine volt battery and flash Montgomery. I know guys are keen love of things with odd shaped balls. May or may not include Tim Bat. So I was wondering what egg ball teams he supported because I'm not sure he's categorically stated it. I'm a Bengals fan despite being English and having no geographic ties to America. So I could have picked anyone. But no, I went with the worst team I could have picked, not named the Browns. And I've also made the assumption guys a Crusaders fan, being from Christchurch and seeing Phantom Crusaders props and Sex and the City too. But perhaps I'm mistaken. I'm a Bath fan. 
and were currently coached by ex-Crusaders coach Todd Blackadder, who's clearly so irreplaceable that since he's left, the Crusaders have gone undefeated. Also wondering what your Lions predictions are, especially as you got a message last week from Lions captain Sam Warburton. I mean, it could have been some other chump named Sam Warburton, but let's assume it's the Welsh flanker. As a Lions fan, I think we're going to get absolutely crushed by the All Blacks, but hopefully we can get some dominance up front and cause a memorable upset. A shout out to me mate Sid who recommended this podcast to me and it only took me five months after his recommendation for me to start listening. And sorry I'm slightly too poor to support the troops and pay the boys but one day I'll send some sweet dollar to fuel whatever addictions you inevitably spiral into. Cheers for the laughs, Ben. P.S. You brave old fuck boys gonna be in Edinburgh this year. Well Ben. Very sports heavy. What a heavy. tremendous message. Yeah, very sports heavy message. I'll field this one. Yep. I support the Denver Broncos because I played with them in Madden 2005-2006 back in the days of Jake Plummer. I learned all of the players' names and became a real-world fan. Uh, in response to Super Rugby, I am a Crusaders fan, of course. They did just get beaten by the Lions, frustratingly. And the All Blacks will beat the Lions 3-0 in the series. And with not regards to, to Todd Blackadder... I mean, yeah, he was irreplaceable, but he's also about a billion years old now. It's not like we need him still in the Crusaders. You guys was, no, was a treasure. Co- was he there was a more coaching. beloved Cantabrian ever? Oh, look, he he was, but no, I'll tell you this, Tim. He was beloved. He was he was your classic grafter, wasn't he? He was a sports player who was captain of the All Blacks. And if you if you took away his uh, leadership qualities, he probably wasn't on on paper the best player for the position. But, you know, such was the sort of you know, the indescribable leadership capabilities of him. But since coaching the Crusaders, which he's, he's left, he was a, a sort of perpetual bridesmaid. So I think his, his reputation as the most loved Cantabrian's probably waned since uh, since the heady days that you're remembering. Richie McCaw, I would imagine, is probably the most loved Cantabrian. They wanted or, him to be mere guy. There was riding in the streets. Potentially me, Guy Montgomery. It's you or Richie, one of the two. Do you reckon it's actually plausible that Sam Warburton was the one who sent us that $500 donation last week? Because that would blow my fucking... Si- well, obviously it was, um, but do you think it was the same guy from the Lions? Uh, look, man, it seems unlike... I feel like... I mean, dreams are free, no doubt. Sam Warburton is only six days younger than me. Um, I'm just on his Wikipedia page... It doesn't have a personal life section or a podcast section, so I don't know what he's a fan of. Hmm. Um, I mean, Food as far thought. as... Because there's no evidence to suggest otherwise, and we only know of the one Sam Warburton, I'm going to say yes. This following email has the following subject title. Worst idea of all time, romancing the bean and captions. Salutations, Tim Timoney, Tim Timoney, Tim Tim Taree, and Flash, ha saviour of the universe. A few yes. thoughts on Romancing the Bean discussions and a movie question. Romancing the Bean does sell candles and gifts, but does not have a working website. So this business would fit right in with the businesses and we are your friends. I know you were just reporting the news, but I would like to call shenanigans on Lola Juliet's review, not knowing what to order, so I went with something a little safe, a tuna sandwich on ciabatta bread. I contest that tuna is really, if ever, the safe choice. Anything but could be in that. Ever places, wait, what? Ever places is different and often all the, 
<coughs> oh, right, there's a wine missing. Every place is different, and all, often the ingredients are not what's listed on the menu. I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of tuna melt, but I know there is always a chance of getting something odd and unexpected when I order it. It kind of changes it to a tuna surprise, doesn't it, guy? Yeah. On a different, more podcast-related note, do you boys ever watch the movie with closed captioning on? I am sorry if you've answered this. I've been watching a lot of TV and movies while I'm on a spinning bike, and it's easy for me to miss dialogue that way, so I've been watching almost everything with captions on. This has led me to see dialogue, often from off-screen, I would have missed, uh, even not on the bike. Thought it might bring something to watch in these trying times of the 40s and 50s, sentimentally yours, Valerie R. from Austin, Texas. P.S. I've recently took my own film endeavour of watching all the movies US President Carter watched while in office on the same day he did, but 40 years later. Wow. I am currently four and a half months and 26 movies in, and it's been great. I am excited about this thing and just want to tell someone. So sorry for the unnecessary personal information. Valerie, not at all. What a fascinating project. Yeah. Of all the presidents to trick, that must have been his version of like the bowling alley or the basketball court, you know? I wonder if Carter actually did build the cinema in there. There must be a presidential cinema. Yeah. Was it Jimmy Carter? He went and built he went and built houses, didn't he? Um, I think so. He's he's a Baptist. I think he actually might have like gone on to be a, a Baptist minister like after his presidency. If I'm not much mistaken, I think I came across a news article recently where he went on an aeroplane and shook everyone's hand. Oh, yeah, he's a G man. Oh, wait, is he still alive or did he recently pass away? No, he's, he's still alive. He, it's, I'm he's definitely thinking the right guy. Really recently, President Jimmy Carter was on an aeroplane. I can't remember what airline it was. And he shook, It was the article was, Jimmy Carter shakes hands with everyone on aeroplane. And I was like, I appreciate the sentiment, Jimmy, but some of these people probably in a hurry. A lot of the younger ones probably didn't even know who he was. They're on a fucking plane, guy. What are they in a hurry for? They're probably in the air. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's a very disruptive. No, it strikes me more as something you do on the way on or on the way off when everyone gets excited. Not once you're in the sky and the seatbelt signs off, you're not going to get up and go around and s- say hi to every single person on the plane. I'd love to shake the hand of Jimmy Carter. I reckon it would be uh, not that strong, but very warm. Well, maybe one day you'll get the opportunity. Maybe you won't. Who's to say? He's pretty old. I'm not holding my breath. <coughs> hey, uh, Valerie, Valerie yep. R sent some money as well. I just want to point that out. Oh, dope. That's all for our charity drive. We are in the heart of June right now. So we appreciate that. What's the name we can give the June donation month? You know, like... Uh, The worst fundraiser of all time. We've probably already used that. What if we we call it uh, Good good Boys? The Good Boys Drive. (laughs) Good Boys June Drive. The Good Boys... Uh, charity June Drive. And while we're on the subject, Guy, have you got a computer by you or are you on the fast book on your phone? Uh, I do have a computer by me, but I am running it through the very uh, stretched modem that is my phone. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. That's good stuff. It's just because, you know, we need to pick a charity that this money is going to go to. Also, I wanted to bring something up with the fans. I talked to do Guy it. about this earlier. Now, look, Guy and I have a friend of ours who's an artist who's very good at what she does. And what she does is make music. Beautiful. 
sweet, sweet music. And she decided to take a punt on her own kind of career and skills by moving to Los Angeles, California. And she's trying to make her, um, you know, big way in the world. And God willing, she will. And that woman's name is Chelsea Jade. And uh, something terrible happened to her. So she's like, she's pretty much living what she is. She's living hand to mouth at the moment, just trying to make it all, you know, fit together and work. Um, in Los Angeles, and she dropped her hard drive on a hard wooden floor, which I specifically contained... told her not to do. I would like yeah, to you point did. that out. You've always said that to her. She drop it on the carpet, CJ. Good yeah, God. if you must. I mean, I, I, what I was trying to say was don't drop it at all, but alas. Mm. So, yeah, she um, she took it and she was like distraught because this is represents, you know, potentially kind of hundreds of hours of her work that's on this thing. And it's art and it's and it's music and it's it's pictures and it's all sorts of things. And uh, yeah, she was not too happy about it. And then she took it to like a data recovery center and uh, they're going to charge her $1,200. And I don't think she can afford... Or actually, fuck, maybe it was more than that. I can't remember. But it was a, it was a, a crap load of money. And... Um, what I thought would be an idea in my infinite wisdom is for us to use part of the money from the, the June drive to um, help Chelsea Jade out, particularly in light of the fact that we got that very generous donation that was right on the cusp from Sam Well, from Warburton Lions himself. Tour Captain Sam Warburton. That's right. So I thought we could probably use $500 US from our total pool, which that, that donation was going into to um, to help Chelsea Jade out. I'm going to give you some, some money personally as well if she does decide to do this, this uh, you know, data Re- recovery. She hasn't said anywhere. A lot of people have asked her to do like a GoFundMe or something. Maybe I should get her to, to do that before I put this episode out to see if she's going to do it because we can reach a few people. But if you go to um, at Chelsea Jade on Twitter, you'll find her there. And you should check out her music. Tell you what else you should do, yeah. Go check out Chelsea Jade on Spotify and have a dance because yeah. I bet you that's what winds up happening. She is, she is a truly talent. the life of the party. That's hey. a to single she just put out. Great video. That's right. Anyway, uh, great, uh, great earnest update, Tim. Earnest Tim, yeah. that's what they call you. Yep. I got one here, Tim. I'm only on Friends Ep 16, but I'm wondering something. The movie sounds like a real No Country for Old Men or Gatsby examination into the meaninglessness of not only this type of music, but the lives and artistic expression of the artist. So the main character's bullshit attempting to make something good, of course, must be rewarded with a payoff that is shit. That's uh, like an opening paragraph from a film essay that's wound up in is our inbox. The, is that the whole, that's the that's entirety the of the whole music? whole message. Brief and surly. I like it. Yeah. And the the shit, by the way, they've used the emoticon or mo- emoji. They haven't written the word shit. Meaning uh, that they didn't curse in their entire message. Mad respect. How do you feel about the fact that Sir Patrick Stewart is going to be... Oh, my God, that's good. Sorry, I'll share what I've just opened in a second. How do you feel about Sir Patrick Stewart playing the poo um, in in the Emoji movie? Man, I feel fine about it. You know, do what you got to do. Yeah, that's true. If I had to watch it every week, I'm sure my opinion would change. But as it stands, I'm all for that kind of decision making. Patrick Stewart, he did a shooey recently. A what now? A shoey. What's a shoey? It's where you... I don't even know if it was his shoe or someone else's. Oh, it's when you drink from a shoe. You drink a beer out of a shoe, yeah. That was a thing 
bloody back when I used to visit Dunedin when I had some friends there at university sort of half decade, even longer, like eight years ago or something. That well, thing's still going, huh? The kids yeah, are still boy. into it, eh? Yeah, boy. <laughs> Dude, I've just opened an email which has the most tremendous bit of fan art I think I've seen maybe ever. It's That's good. so good. It's it's like a cartoon caricature face of both you and I. You look, you've got one of those classic Guy Montgomery like forced smiles on, almost a wince, but like a full mouthed wince. What do you mean a to... classic Guy Montgomery forced smile? <laughs> no, I don't mean when you're really smiling, but when you're doing like comedy, you know, you can make your face do this amazing thing where it's kind of like your eyebrows go up like they're concerned, but you make your mouth do a smile. So it just, it looks like someone's got a gun to your head. That might just be how I smile. I don't know how I feel about this statement no, until I've I seen, see the I've image. Seen your, I see your real smiles all the time. They're a whole other affair. That would Those are my fake smiles. The ones that you think are real, those are definitely the fake ones. Oh, God, I've got it all backwards. Well, then I've got one of the most genuine smiles from Guy Montgomery captured in two dimensions and also a cartoon of my face um, where I look exceptionally tired, um, a donning a beanie holding the knife. I only just noticed the knife is there, just looking sleep deprived and worried, which is that's classic Tim Bat. Now we've also got Brady the Rat King, we've got a soccer ball, we've got New Zealand, we've got Blaze Pizza, man, presents with a with lips on it like a kiss. Is always can a I ask you? Can I? Or, oh, can it's I so ask, good. Can I ask you a question, Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard of the expression "a picture's worth a thousand words"? <laughs> I'll send it to you, but I just want to get people juiced up and excited about this image because well, it is tremendous. You got me very excited. While you do that, Tim, I'm going to read out a message here. Oh, hold up, bro. Sorry to interrupt you, but it is, it's got some text um, attached with the thing. Oh, wow. From Cody. Uh, oh, boy. Some things are in the way. Hello, Karatim and Gaekwondo. Oh, Karatim. Got it. I've been recently, uh, I've, re- I've quite recently decided to hashtag support the troops via Patreon and I'm looking forward to consuming that sweet DLC that's downloadable content. Wait, is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, as I was hashtag supporting the troops, however, I realized that most people seem to be supporting the troops by contributing donations of the financial variety and assumed that surely the troops must have more money than they know what to do with by now. Oh, not really. I thought about what the hashtag troops might be lacking and came up with art. To that end, I chucked together a little bit of fan art for the potty. Hope you enjoy a chaotic collage of some of the more memorable stops on your journey. That's all for now. Hope you boys are still loving every moment, loving every day. Sincerely, Cody Forks. Yes, pronounced like the utensil. P.S. I had the joy of seeing Guy perform at the Comedy Club in Toronto last summer and was wondering if Tim had any plans of ever visiting out Canada way. I'm sure I could use your autograph alongside guys on my copy of Grown Ups too. No immediate plans, but goddamn, with this art, Cody, maybe I'll come and visit you. Crash on your couch. Really Cody. myself at home, put my feet up. I, re- I think it was the Crimson Wave comedy show that you saw me perform at. I remember signing your, your bloody DVD after the, after the show. Did you realise you were dealing with such a good artist? Well, I haven't seen the art yet, Tim. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh, thank you so much, Cody. I don't know what I'm thanking you for yet, but I'm grateful that you went to the trouble of making it. This one here, while you please forward me the art, Tim. Mm-hmm. But listen, because it's addressed to both of us. Hey, Timbo and Guy Guy. To settle a hotbed of intrigue and wondering amongst my flatmates and I, we're wondering whether you two will be doing a director's commentary style episode of the worst area of all time for season three 
as you did in seasons one and two. Liam, fret not, my friend. We are most definitely going to be doing this as soon as we are in the same place again. We were going to do it in uh, Sydney or Melbourne, but we kind of... Oh, it's Sydney, actually. But I kind of, like... Needs to be something, you know, very much at home. I think. I think we need to be as comfy as possible. Well, I, I think it. We need to clear. It's an afternoon's work, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's not something you want to cram in and rush off. So, but to no, answer your question, Liam, yes, we not we are where we've missed the ordinary forty uh, when we would usually record it. Uh, that's life, as our good friend Frank Sinatra would say. This is a funny song, isn't it? Yeah, that's well. Actually, if you listen to Frank Sinatra, he'll tell you it's not just him saying it. It's actually what all all the people say. You're riding high in April. Do you know what happens after that, Tim? What? You'll get shot down in May. Oh boy, I have a message which is so long. It's so long. I don't know what to do with it. How long? It's kind of in three parts. Um. Oh, say, oh, wait, he sent the same message, but there were typos that he's edited out, I think. Okay, here we go. What to show you're working. I love it. Dear Tim Tam Shim Sham and that guy, just listened to the Friendzone 38 and dropped a jaw when the boy from Missouri outed Tim as a continent-hopping academic and thought I should mention that Tim also has another teaching gig. What is everyone talking about? A month or so ago, I picked up Tim from the airport and killed some time with him before he had to start his new gig as a professor of some sort of uh, ethnobotany or plant sciences subject, which I was amazed at because A, I didn't know he knew about that kind of stuff, and B, if he was going to teach some kind of science, I would have thought it would be about birds because I'm pretty sure I've heard him mention beautiful birds or lovely birds on at least a couple of occasions. I might mention that this was a dream, but then again, I might not. Even if this was a dream, it was, it's further evidence of Tim's academically oriented commitment and his mastery of not just intercontinental travel but also his ability to pass it to the dream world of others and his quest to bring knowledge to the people anyway i just want to let tim know that it was fun if not slightly awkward time together as we strolled the streets of some anonymous suburban dreamscape and i tried really hard not to talk about the worst idea of all time because nobody likes a fanboy unless they're in the friend zone i guess anyway thanks for picking some low tier uh uh, sorry anyway i'll be flicking some low tier patreon cash your way momentarily as a hearty thanks for the buckets of chuckles thank you for everything boys and a special hello to mr halifax montgomery guy alexander and casey feels left out by the Tim Cetric message I'm currently <laughs> living in the past only on season 3 episode 35 so if this gets written in a friend zone it will be a nice personal easter egg hiding in plain sight but in the future for me to find slash listen to second message at the risk of overdoing it I'll send another message hot on the heels of the last a mere day after proposing that Tim's professorial duties should extend into the subject of ornithology I listened to season 3 episode 35 the briefcase wherein several to many birds are featured as co-hosts of sorts I'm sorry to say it but I think I may need to withhold my letter of recommendation on behalf of Tim in favour of Guy's application for the position that guy sure seems to know the difference between swans and geese not to put the two of you against each other in a bird battle but I'm wondering if each of you would show your true feelings about birds of our fair friends and if you were each a bird what type of bird would you be and if you were walking through a park and came across your bird selves would you be afraid of yourselves or each other inquiring minds want to know your friend alexander jones not that alexander jones from santa cruz 
Califuck yeah. Wow. Big message. The first thing that they were referring to was in that old friends I'd ever said someone was convinced that you were a professor at a university. You remember that? Yeah. That was a big message, nor, Alex. Neither confirm nor deny. I won't do anything. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't think knowing the difference between a swan and a goose really, you know, warrants um, uh, positioning at a, at a tertiary institute. I think it it barely warrants mentioning on a podcast. To be completely honest, sorry, I, I, I've just only opened this fan art, so my brain's gone a bit sideways. This is incredible. How good is it? It's beautiful. It's such a hey, cool the, style, and it's loaded with Easter eggs. It's it's amazing. What, but, but bring it back to the central question: What bird would you be if you were a bird guy? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, uh, alive or dead? Sure. So I can be an extinct bird? Yep. I would be native to Aotearoa, the Haast's eagle. You're not aggressive enough. You're too friendly. They, uh, they lived on Moa, Tim. I know, I know, but you. I'm just, it's a majestic bird. I think they're fantastic. I just don't know if it's, if it's you. But you know what? I'm sorry, I shouldn't interject. The question yeah. was asked of yourself. They're the largest. If they were alive today, they'd be the largest living vulture. So I think I don't know if that makes them aggressive or not, but I certainly think it makes them pretty bloody awesome. Largest living eagle. They um they apparently used to take babies before oh. they died out. Scary Human stuff. Children. <clears throat> I think I would be uh, also native to New Zealand. Maybe a cute little kakapo, just kicking around, being uh, curious, picking things to bits. You know. That's quite fun. I quite like that. Um, um, have you got any other messages there, my friend? Yeah, I've got one more. I've got to go, but I'll read this one message uh, and then we'll we'll get on with our respective lives. This is a, a cute one in reference yep. to something we just discussed. Dearest Tim and Guy, I don't know how or even if asked and answered is used in the course of everyday life, but in my world, as an attorney, we use that phrase as an objection during depositions mostly. It's used when opposing counsel asks a question that is either the exact same or incredibly similar to one before, and the witness has already provided the answer. Ah, I don't know that lawyers listened. P.S. I'm overdue for my yearly <laughs> donation, but we'll wait until after June when the money goes to you. For me, you two are my favorite charity. Uh, that comes from uh, legal counsel in California, San Francisco. Um, Why do I get the feeling that one day, and put a pin in this, fans, we're going to need legal counsel in California? Uh, I think I know why, Tim. Spidey sense. I feel it in my bones. Uh, well, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for all of your messages. Thank you for any donations. Remember, they're all going to the Good Boys charity June Drive. Um, yeah, and just go, if you go to facebook.com slash worst idea of all time, I've pinned to the top our discussion on uh, what charity should get the money. So just if you've got a suggestion in there that you already see and you like, like it or if it's not there, add something. Um, I think, like, yeah, we, we want to make it community-ish, you know, decided, but probably the way that these things work, Guy and I will probably have the final say, but we, w- we want it to be someone who was something yeah. rather that'll like, actually get good good effects from it and maybe be a bit global. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. People are knocking at my door now, Tim. We're going to go to uh, a, a space museum here in Carnarvon. 
Carnarvon. That's where you've got to dash off. All right. Well, it brings me great pleasure to say this as the final words of this podcast. You're a real piece of shit, Montgomery. Well, it's the friend zone. Hey, man. Well, I can't wait to send you pictures of the Space Museum. I'll tell you if it's good. I think it's going to be a bit like the Museum of Jurassic Technology, only without any level of knowingness. See ya. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. <laughs>